At the height of Jesus' ministry, he was catching some flag from the Pharisees and scribes and the religious experts in first century Judaism. Yet, he takes them to task right back in Mark chapter 7, beginning with verse 9, and he said to them, You have a fine way of rejecting the commandment of God in order to establish your tradition. For Moses said, Honor your father and your mother, and whoever reviles father or mother must surely die. But you say, if a man tells his father or his mother, whatever you would have gained from me is Corban, that is, given to God, then you no longer permit him to do anything for his father or mother, thus making void the word of God by your tradition that you have handed down. And many such things you do. The scribes and Pharisees had a lot of good ideas that they had come up with, time-tested ideas that had been handed down, not even over decades, but centuries in some cases, ways that earlier generations had come to understand and explain what it was that God had taught them through the law of Moses and how best to keep those. Yet the problem that the scribes and Pharisees had gotten into is they had elevated the keeping of those traditions to such a level that they put more emphasis on whether or not you kept their tradition than they did on whether or not the tradition was still accomplishing what God had intended with what he taught them in the first place. Jesus used a specific example to try to explain this, when he referenced Corbin, which Mark helpfully explained as being about a offering, being given to God. You see, for first century Judaism, there was a practice where you could designate part of your wealth as specifically being pledged to God. And once you made that pledge, nothing was to override it. From that point forward, that wealth, that possession was intended to only be used for God's glory. Now that sounds reasonable, right? There's a lot about that that's commendable. You can see why a tradition like that might be kept. The real world issue that came about with that, though, is the scribes and Pharisees elevated that tradition so highly that if someone came along subsequently and said, you know, I pledge this for God, but my mom and dad are older now, and they've become impoverished, so I need to help them. And the scribes and Pharisees would respond, oh no, you pledge that to God. You can't elevate your parents as being more important than God. You said that that was Corbin, so Corbin, it must remain. Now, there may be one level where we could see some worldly wisdom to that. God is more important than our parents. But Jesus says the point that these guys were missing is that God had taught them. It was even one of the Ten Commandments that you were to honor your father and your mother, something that was so important to God that some of the strictest penalties were applied to it if you did So somehow the scribes and Pharisees had allowed a tradition they came up with that had good intentions that makes a lot of sense on paper morph into something that instead of giving glory to God as they said it was for, actually motivated people to go against something that God explicitly had asked for. This can be a challenge for us as people. We value traditions. 
especially as we move through this holiday season, undoubtedly your family, as our society at large, has a large number of traditions. Yet sometimes we can elevate keeping those traditions, doing things a certain way to a point where it stops fulfilling the purpose for which it was originally intended. Instead of being something that glorifies God, it becomes something where we're competing with what we want to do for our family versus what we do for glory to God. It takes something that was meant to be a time of rest and restoration and it turns into a time of hustle and bustle and always running and always being exhausted. We need to be careful because when we truly know Jesus, he shows us a way to not elevate tradition to not elevate our own ideas of what's best above what God himself is trying to teach us. To recognize those ideas that we have, those things that we can do that seem good, but always test them, to always come back and check, but am I doing what God wants done? Is this fulfilling what God's purposes are for me? And being willing to let things go. The scribes and Pharisees were failing at that. God in the flesh was there with them. People were being taught the wonders of God. They were experiencing those wonders through healings, through demons being cast out. And all these guys noticed were whether or not their traditions were being kept, whether or not Jesus was doing things the way they thought he should. And it got in the way. It kept them from truly knowing God like he had always intended. We need to learn from them and not make the same mistake. That God's expectation of us is not to keep a certain number of rituals. It's not to maintain certain traditions. His goal for us is to truly know Him. And the way that He has provided for us to truly know Him is through His Son, Jesus.